morning started me on my way. Yes, yes, yes. That's uh, a little Al Sharpton yesterday. I guess that was quite the performance. I didn't see it. I'll be danged. Yeah, I listened to a couple of the, the memorial services. That was the third one. For poor George Floyd. Um, I didn't know Al Sharpton did that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. He I had does no the idea. Southern Preacher thing. I hadn't heard him do it in years and years and years. You see, he's pretty good at it. I've seen him in a tiny cowboy hat in a hotel room buying drugs or hookers uh, or whatever that was. Le- I've past, seen that video. The past. Resist we much. Or whether we have more to go to build a movement of resistance. But resist we much. We must and we will much about that. Be committed. He was better Word, yesterday. Words to live by. He was better yesterday. Yes, he was. It was a four-hour memorial service. Wow. That was pretty impressive. But it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a celebration of life. It was a political rally. It was a, a gospel show. It was all sorts of stuff. So uh, AOC's up on the TV doing, like, some sort of Zoom camera thing. Why does she look like that on Zoom and I look the way I look? I guess because I wasn't. She's pretty. I wasn't born looking like a Disney character with the big eyes and Right. Yeah, she um, does look like a Disney princess. And so I was just I just checked the website that I mentioned earlier where I was going to buy guitar strings and it said we stand in solidarity with the, the black community hashtag Black Lives Matter. Mm. Hashtag Black Lives Matter are on this on this national website for buying guitar strings. And uh and the polls out today, the the a majority of people now support Black Lives Matter, which is a huge increase from just a few weeks ago for the obvious <laughs> reasons. And I, my question would be if a pollster asked me that and I'm not quibbler with polls i just answer them i'm a quibbler but with that one i would say i don't i don't know what black lives matter means what does that mean do you mean the idea or the organization i would have to start there the idea that that black folks have lives that are as worthy as any other lives and and we should act like it 100 percent. now if i didn't know better i might say all lives matter but i do know you're not allowed to say that right because it's seen right. as dismissive so i wouldn't say well that. and it is you know i heard a guy quoting the bible uh he was talking about uh one of the the parables of a lost sheep or something he's talking about look if if one of the sheep is in particular peril and danger um or one of your children for instance um is in terrible danger and you say, uh, you know, th- that sheep that is about to be eaten by a lion matter- matters. Somebody said all the sheep's lives matter. That ignores the peril. It it discounts the peril. I'm not sure I'd buy that, but okay. Uh, I do. I-, I think it makes perfect sense. Um, but the organization Black Lives Matter is is a different question. It is a fairly right-down-the-line, uh, critical race theory, far-left, social professor set of philosophies a lot of people believe this stuff i think it's incredibly dangerous and just a grab for power um they say they well, I, I don't i don't i i didn't before and i certainly don't know I, I i'd never looked into what their platform is right right a lot of people didn't and they don't understand it's an actual organization with an actual set of ideas and the rest of it uh they started out after the trayvon martin thing and the acquittal of george zimmerman well, when Hillary Clinton said all lives matter and got in a bunch of trouble for it and then backed off it, mm-hmm. I remember her lecturing Black Lives Matter people at some gathering where she said, you need to come up with something other than a slogan. You need to come up with some ideas that people can get behind and vote for. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's when they decided that was a good idea. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Um, and some of the things they're they're pressing for today include defunding the police and, and taking the money and doing other things for it, but 
Uh, then they were fired up by the Ferguson thing and, and Mike Brown, the whole hands up, don't shoot thing, which didn't happen. Um, and all of those who have been torn apart by state-sanctioned violence and anti-black racism. Forever changed, blah, blah, blah. We, we started the organization. Um, we So here is what they believe. Our continual commitment to liberation for all black people means we are continuing the work of our ancestors and fighting for our collective freedom because it is our duty. Every day we commit to healing ourselves and each other, some nice supportive stuff. Uh, where people feel seen, heard, and support. We acknowledge, respect, and celebrate differences and commonalities. We work vigorously for freedom and justice for black people, and by extension, all people. Nothing to disagree with there. Wow, that's uh, that's interesting. So mark me in the support column. That they say all people. Hmm? All, hmm. all you, lives? You just told me that that's not okay. Yeah, that's curious. I mean, it's good, it's nice. But I it's, agree. It's, it's ironic. Page and Grand Napier. Page and Grand Napier. We intentionally build and nurture a beloved community that is bonded together through a beautiful struggle that is restorative, not depleting. Okay. I mean, that's kind of flowery, but fine. Um, we are unapologetically black. That's capitalized. In our positioning. In affirming that black lives matter, we need not qualify our position. To love and desire freedom and justice for ourselves is a prerequisite for wanting the same for others. Is it okay yeah, to fine. be unapologetically white? Um, no. No. And there, the argument would be, well, you, you have all the power and all the money, and there's statistics to back that up. So I get that argument. Mm, yeah. Uh, that's what they would say. Um, he, here it gets kind of interesting, and I understand one of the founders has like a gender-ambiguous spouse, um, but we are guided by the fact that all black lives matter, regardless of actual or perceived sexual identity, gender identity, gender expression, economic status, ability, disability, religious beliefs or disbeliefs, immigration status or location. We make space for transgender brothers and sisters to participate and lead. We are self-reflexive and do the work required to dismantle cisgender privilege and uplift black trans folks, especially black trans women who continue to be disproportionately impacted by trans antagonistic violence. I remember Cory Booker bringing that up in one of the debates. We build, ah, that's where he got that. We build a space that affirms black women and is free from sexism, misogyny, and environments in which men are centered. We practice empathy. We engage comrades with the intent to learn about and connect with their contexts. We make our spaces family-friendly and enable parents to fully participate with their children. They talk about working moms have time to, to be with BLM. We disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement by supporting each other as extended families and villages that collectively care for one another, especially our children, to the degree that mothers, parents, and children are comfortable. Okay, I'm off board now. I can't be on board with an organization that rejects the nuclear family experiment. Yeah, we disrupt the disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure, and they're more into the village thing. We foster a queer-affirming network. When we gather, we do so with the intention of freeing ourselves from the tight grip of heteronormative thinking, or rather the belief that all in the world are heterosexual. Now, I've seen... Unless cis, he, or they disclose otherwise. I'm, I wonder how many people who are black are aware of uh, the, all the tenets of the platform of Black Lives Matter. Because from what I understand, just from looking at polling, um, black folks are less gay-friendly than every other group. From what I've seen from polling, and I remember mm-hmm. when... Um, Clyburn in South Carolina talking about that uh, when the, when the primary was headed that way that a lot of our black voters you know aren't uh, is okay with 
Was that yeah, in regards to that. Mayor Pete? Yeah, that like was that? the Mayor yeah, Pete yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. I remember that. I remember that being an issue. They're also against ageism. And one final thought: we embody and practice justice, liberation, and peace in our engagements with one another. Well, if if uh, everybody is is dedicated to peace in their engagements, uh, fine. You know, say your thing, pitch your your view of the world. No, I would... express it any way you want. Just you know. You can't be uh, violent. Now, I would say that both the Republican and Democratic parties have a whole bunch of stuff on their websites and platforms, too, that they don't actually do. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that they, they put in there to satisfy a few people, but they don't actually mean it. So, you know, you got to keep that in mind. Yep, yep, yep. So defund the police is the big cause right now. They're holding uh, hearings on Capitol Hill. The Minneapolis police chief is vowing to stay on and reform the department, agrees change is needed. Well, we've got a, we've got a great example. Maybe this would be the time of a, 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 a police department that did go away years ago. And what happened? They did defund the police. In fact, they did away with the police force. And uh, how did that turn out? Tore it down to the studs. And uh, built it back up again. And then what happened after that? It's all a pretty interesting story. Uh, that's what's great about these laboratories of democracy. Is I, I'm all for Minneapolis trying it. I don't live there. I would hate it if they do it where I live, getting rid of the police. But you go ahead and get rid of the police, and then report back on how that worked out. Yeah, it's what's next that counts. Yeah, exactly. But I think it'll be, uh, I assume it's going to turn out the way I, you know, in a way that it bolsters my argument. Chaos and horror. Yeah, exactly. Especially in... And people begging for a police force to minority come Minority heavy neighborhoods, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our text line, 415-295-KFTC. All that on the way. Armstrong and Getty. I gotta believe the Biden campaign's trying to figure out how to how to get this right, how to find the sweet spot in this whole defund the police thing, because I I don't think you get elected president standing on stage and talking about defunding the police department. Um, uh, but there's a lot of people in his party that are marching in the streets and chanting it, so you got to figure that out. Well, this is just out today: a Joe Biden op-ed quote. I'm proposing an additional $300 million to reinvigorate community policing in our country. Every single police department should have the money they need to institute real reforms. So he's refunding the police. But in a, a better way. So I think he's... More funding, he's, not he's, less. He's trying to have it both ways, but it's clearly more money going right. to policing. Anyway, so this is a, a heck of an interesting story, and this is going to make a, a, lot, a lot of libertarians and conservatives happy, and maybe liberals. What happened after Camden, New Jersey, disbanded its police department back in 2013? Yeah, this has been tried in a city in America fairly recently. This is the former Camden police chief, Scott Thompson, who oversaw the department changeover um, a couple years ago. So in 2012, uh, every member of the Camden City Police Department, including myself, was fired. Um, I was a police chief for 20 years. I've been a, a uh, police officer 20 years, been a police chief for five uh, myself and everyone else had to, uh, to fill out a 50-page application. Uh, we were all new employees. Uh, the opportunity that that really provided for us was the ability to build culture as opposed to changing it. So in the previous organization, we had very high levels of mistrust with the community. Um, we were in, in a public safety crisis. Our crime rates were greater than that of third world countries. 
And we had a labor organization that every time we tried to institute some type of change for the positive, it would be litigated, it would be stalled. Uh, and if it didn't have a pay raise attached to it for the cops, then uh, it essentially could not really come to fruition. So all of this came together. There was a political will from the governor of the state of New Jersey to the county uh, government leadership to the city leadership to try something extreme because the, the situation was extreme. So we, we started over. They started over. They actually disbanded the police department. I was listening to a podcast yesterday with uh, Tim Carney, who we've had on the show many times over the years, talking about how this may end up, this whole defund the police movement may end up accomplishing a lot of things conservatives have been trying to do for years and it being pushed by AOC, which he thought was a win all the way around. Too much irony. Uh, listen to how this whole thing works. So they, so they disbanded the police department, as you just heard from the, uh, the guy there that was in charge of it at the time. Uh, Camden was racking up a large murder tally and millions of dollars in policing debt amid widespread corruption when it dissolved its source and formed a new non-union force with a more community-oriented bent and anti-force stance seven years ago. The non-union thing is something conservatives have been screaming about forever, about how that has made it impossible for police departments to function. Do you have the figures in front of you? And then the whole anti-force stance is something that really tickles a lot of libertarians because they feel like the police forces have gotten too confrontational and too militarized. Mm-hmm. So again, that's a, that's a sort of thing that's being pushed by AOC. Since then, the city has seen violent crime plummet 42% with killings going from 67 in 2012 to 25 last year. Excessive force complaints against cops have dropped 95% since 2014. What we're experiencing today in Camden is a result of many years of deposits in the relationship bank account, said uh, Scott Thompson, who you just heard from. Interesting. I, I would love to hear a little independent analysis of that drop in the murder rate. You can't explain that with just with better policing. Sure. Um, there. Who knows if there was some gang dispute that was going on in the '90s? That's over now, or that sort of thing. But I'm right. not saying I know that to be true. But I'm curious. On the first day on the job, now Camden cops walk around their beat, knocking on doors, asking residents for suggestions on how to improve things. I love the idea of that. Yeah, sounds L- solid. Listen to this: laying off unionized officers and rehiring them as county employment. Camden also reduced officer pay and benefits, according to a 2014 Governing.com report. And in my opinion, if you had enough people that are qualified to do the job, applying for the job, then that's enough money. They The average cost, annual cost per officer, was $182,000 plus. Camden could only afford to employ 175 cops, and during peak nighttime crime hours, only a dozen might be on patrol. So expensive. They laid off all the cops, then rehired them as county employees, at about $99,000 per officer total cost. And within a couple of years, their police, the number of cops more than doubled. So it was more police and more policing. Now, some on the left are trying to portray what Camden did as eliminating the police. They doubled it. They doubled the size of the police. Well, they tore it down and started over because right. it was so blanked up from years and years of of bureaucracy and, and, and unionized wages and all these different things that have made, made it non-functioning. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, now, this is kind of interesting and troubling. The force has since unionized again, and costs have grown, according to the Philadelphia Inquirer. Camden budgeted to almost $69 million for cops last year, while Patterson, which has twice the population nearby, has a, an estimated $44 million a year on police. Hmm. So they reunionized and got back to where they were before. Well, that's something you're going to have to fight probably over and over 
through the history of a democracy. But the idea that they that they tore it down and started over and were more effective with more cops is really interesting. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. Uh, you know, it's true of uh, it's true of every walk of life. You, you, you're looking out for yourself because nobody else will, and at some point, you're perhaps looking out for yourself to the point that you're not doing your job properly anymore. Well, I know... Uh, In some cases, some people. We're not generalizing, so put down your poison pen. I I feel like, and this is just taking this in from news stories. I can't speak to any individual police. I feel like the whole, as long as I make it home at the end of the day, safe thing has overtaken a lot of police departments. Yeah, yeah. If if you're not willing to 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 be con- more concerned about the citizen than yourself, you're in the long wrong line of work. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 a difficult conversation. But one more thing on Camden and their experience, and this is going to be uncomfortable to AOC and those on the left, is they went Rudy Giuliani with the broken window stuff. If you let little stuff go, the big stuff will follow. So we're not going to let little stuff go. We're going to be in the neighborhoods, and if somebody breaks a window, we want you to call us, and, and we'll figure it out. We'll we'll get that crime solved. Um. So. so the whole defund the cops thing, if done right, could be something I really get behind. But depends on who's making these decisions. Right? Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Producers of an updated version of the Looney Tune cartoons announced yesterday that characters like Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam will no longer carry guns. That's right. From now on, it's all poisoning. <laughs> Enjoy your soup, Wabbit. That's why. Keep eating. <laughs> so that's true, yeah. though. That story. <laughs> yes. yes. Yep. No guns. They'll still, like, chop each other up and blow each other up with dynamite and crush each other under safes the even, rest of it. Even though, and I'm pretty certain <laughs> this is true, because I've looked into it many times, there's no data. To show that Elmer Fun with a, a Fudd with a gun is leading to any violence, there's no data to back that, including against ducks <laughs> or wabbits. What season is it though? Depends on who you ask. All oh, right, exactly. Well, the seasons change. It's duck season, then it's wabbit season. <laughs> My policies are far seeing, Jack. They look down the road. Yeah, it's idiotic. It's virtue signaling. It's silly. It's the uh, the, the the progressive parents who won't let their kid have a squirt gun because it's shaped like a gun. How about uh, HBO Max? Is that the new thing you yes. signed up for? They've pulled the gun with the wind. And they're not going to show that because of, well, the horrors of uh, the movie Gone with the Wind. I well, I, yeah, the, the, the happy slaves and the rest of it and the, the racist portrayals. I, I kind of get that, but Paramount has pulled cops after 26 seasons or something like that. And there's another one, Live PD. What's the name of that other, the alternative cops? I think it's Live PD. That's, it's the modern era of cops where it's just live streams of actual police interactions. Say the TV show cops, bad boys, bad boys. What you going to do? The TV show cops glorifies police. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I'm fine with glorifying police. I want police to be glorified and people to aspire to be cops. Or at the very least, so people can see what they deal with. Does glorify? Yeah, no kidding. That's the best thing it did for for cops, I think, is see, good God, that's what it's like 
in that area of town, in that city. Holy crap, and you deal with that every night. But uh, I will quote every cop I've ever known. I spend 90% of my time babysitting 10% of the population. But the sort of person that uh, feels cops are glorified and therefore completely impossible to imagine that there's a bad cop that would do a bad thing, I uh, guess is the same sort of mutton head that would be uh, inclined to do violence because Elmer Fudd has a shotgun. <laughs> right, or drink bleach because of a vague reference the president made. Exactly. So, yeah, Cops has been canceled at Paramount Network, and they have no plans to bring it back, even though it's, it's been incredibly successful now for decades. All right. My only problem is that so many of the calls end up being pretty much nothing. I mean, generally, you get a nice view of a rube in their life, but... <laughs> It's a little slow paced for me. I don't know. A nice view of a rube in their life. Well, just, well it takes you into neighborhoods you generally try not to go at hours you, you definitely try not to be there. It was really hard for them to compete against the, the live PD thing. I mean, uh, are you guys familiar with the NFL Red Zone channel? So w- when, sure. when football is up and running, there's a channel you can watch on the package that only shows you the touch. Like when they're in the red zone, we just cut to the mm. game and it's nothing but action. Right. Live PD was essentially that. Uh, it was just live streams of, right. of dozens of officers. And every time somebody, oh, let's go. Hey, they're on a call. Let's jump here. Right. And let's then, go to Phoenix. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, a good idea. Good, well, it's a, not anymore. It's not. It's yanked off the air. Because you can't have anything pro cop in any way. Copaganda is what people are, are saying. That's uh, that's. Barely clever, but uh, okay, copaganda. So yeah, any like positive, any what? understanding, any insight into the police and what they actually do is that's strict verboten. All there can be is shouting anti-police slogans. That's the only thing allowed. So are we anti-law enforcement then? Yes. To draw the line for me between being pro-cop and uh, not being pro-cop and being not being for law enforcement. I'm a little confused now. What? Okay. <laughs> I think, don't we all agree you got to enforce the laws? Yes, unless you're truly a utopian muttonhead, to borrow your phrase. Unless you're on the Minneapolis uh, City Council, right. and you believe that people only rob banks because they didn't get enough art classes. I'm looking at you, San Francisco. Yeah, exactly. Seattle, Portland. Uh, yeah, although some people are, see, that's the problem. The defund the police thing, it means a dozen different things, depending on who you ask. If you're talking, we're going to go Camden. We're going to Camden, New Jersey. We're going to tear it down to the studs. We're going to rebuild it with new officers, uh, you know, no cop union, the rest of it. And we're going to send out twice as many cops into the communities. They're going to knock on doors. They're going to know people. They're going to figure out who broke the window and not tolerate any of that stuff. Okay, let's talk. If you're talking about just yanking 20% of the police budget and giving it to some program for disadvantaged youth or something like that, I'm not against programs for disadvantaged youths but it's uh ironic aoc was uh, she's uh, shouting at the instagram as usual uh today and uh and she said we are we are throwing money at the same programs that have not given us results in that tone of voice of hers and i'm thinking okay i would agree with her on fair that. enough but we've also spent trillions of dollars Quite literally, trillions of dollars in an effort to use whatever phrase you like, lift up black America, help the disadvantaged. The war on poverty. The war on poverty, the welfare state, the rest of it. It is trillions of dollars. And a lot of outcomes for black America have gotten worse. You know, children out of wedlock, uh, poverty rates, the rest of it in a lot of the country. It's, it's Things have gotten worse in spite of that trillions of dollars. So AOC, with all due respect, and I do have some, um, a little, uh, 
if you're against the throwing money at stuff that clearly hasn't worked, well, we got a whole list of stuff we got to talk about. So yesterday, Attorney General Barr laid out how difficult it is to figure out who's involved in some of the mayhem in these protests. And it's, oh, uh, well, it's yeah. exactly what we described, so stay tuned for that. Oh, yeah, it's, it's head spinning. But listen, this is simple and easy to understand. You want a home security system. But the old way with the expensive install and some guy in your house for hours and then the long, expensive contracts, that's over. It's done. There's a great alternative called Simply Safe, sponsoring the A&G show, which we, appro- which we uh, appreciate. It is the best overall home security 2020, according to U.S. News and World Oh, Report. wow. Well, my first question was going to be, yeah, how good is it? Well, it's the best. The best, according Come to on. U.S. News. Yeah, there you go. So you click on, uh, we're going to tell you where to click, and you click on the button, and then it's going to come to you in the mail. And then you open the box, you place the sensors, you plug it in, your home is now protected around the clock. Yeah, nobody came to your house and installed anything, no salesman at your house, anything like that, no technician or salesperson. It's about 50 cents a day, no contract you're locked into, which is the way most of these security systems work. And you've got the full-on protection. Again, it's the best service you can get 60 day money back guarantee and free shipping you can't go wrong go to simplysafe.com slash armstrong simply is s-i-m-p-l-i simplysafe.com slash armstrong so here's attorney general Barr yesterday explaining how difficult it is to nail down who are the troublemakers in these uh protests and everything it's cut 30 there sean extreme right groups trying to look like uh extreme left groups we have extreme left groups masquerading as extreme right groups we have players on both sides trying to uh, spin up violence so it's it's a it's a complicated situation but you expect that there'll be more arrest at the organizing part of it yes soon I can't put a time limit on these investigations, but I think uh, you know we are very much focused on getting on top of these groups. So they think they've nailed down who's behind some of these groups, I guess. But how about that? Is that you got right wingers pretending to be left wingers and left wingers? How, you know how, how about we all just since we're trying to harm each other, why don't we all just do our own thing? We'll get the same result. Look, but, we were uh, going I'm, better, to, I'm better at what I already know how to do than what you do. We're going to pull crap anyway, and you are going to pull crap anyway. Can we stop impersonating each other? Can we have a summit meeting here? But you're better at delivering bricks. We're better at smashing windows. How about we just do our own thing and blame it on the other side? <laughs> Why don't we band together? Yeah, or whatever. And see who wins public opinion. I find that really It'd interesting. It'd be like when we teamed up with Russia to defeat the Nazis. Frenemies. God, and we, and we don't even... Obviously, we have no idea to what extent... This is being exacerbated by Russian bots and Chinese bots and Iranian bots. I'm just fascinated by the idea of lefties imitating righties. And what the righties are doing in this scenario is imitating lefties. Yeah. Yeah. The old double reverse. Exactly. A triple agent. Can you imagine how stressful that would be? I can't imagine. Meanwhile, in the Capitol Hill uh, area of Seattle, Antifa has taken over like six square blocks and uh, has declared it the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone and has signs up here leaving the United States of America. No, I'm not. <laughs> Just because we have a sign that says it. No, I got all sorts of signs. Look, I can make one right now. <laughs> and they're, This th- sign says I'm Superman. I'm not really, but that's ex- what the sign says. They're expanding the area now. They're trying to take more territory, as, as countries often do. Well, are they doing anything? Because you can have a sign that says that. Are they keeping anybody from going in and out? Oh, uh, yeah, they have roadblocks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the SPD, uh, Seattle Police Department National Guards, uh, quickly pulled back Monday. Um, 
and uh, and the Antifa types uh, took it over, took the area over, and now they're just occupying many square blocks and, and demonstrating or just having it. We're taking the area over? You're taking the area what? Over. Um, <laughs> so uh, I guess they've established a caliphate or something like that? Uh, I don't know. Um. Yeah, all right. Dalai Lama has an album coming out. Yeah, let's hear. Uh, do we have music from that? Do we yeah. have the club remix? Hold on. Well, give me, let me give you a little info All first. Right, sure, yeah. Um, Oddly, it's gangster rap. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, It'd be really funny if it was like metal. Making an album fusing music with mantras and chants. Yes. From the Tibetan spiritual leader. They're calling it chant rock. This is from his uh, first single. I believe it is called Compassion. for my chat in here. I drink right way back. too much coffee this Give morning. Give me a minute. <laughs> Pit stop. I'm sorry. Yeah, That's... you keep that uh, slow jazz groove going. I'll be right back. That's childish is what that is. <laughs> um, so the album features teachings and mantras by the Dalai Lama set to music. It's coming out on July 6th, which is his, which is his 85th birthday. I tell you what, I could like really chill out to that. I'd like to know what he's saying. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, uh, compassion is the name of it. I'm assuming it has, has something to do with. I thought it was about it's James. Not, I'm going to punch you in the face. I thought it was James Bond. Um, money, penny. Is that what he was saying? <laughs> no, no, that's not what he's uh, saying. I've never heard him speak like this. Said the person involved in uh, putting the album together. He leaned forward and his eyes were sparkling and his fingers were rubbing together and he talked about how music can help people in a way that he can't. It can transcend differences and return us to our true nature and our good-heartedness. I would agree. I'm all for that. It's 11 songs. And uh, is he going to tour? I'll go see him at the... Can't because of the COVID. Whatever stadium. Man, I had some good concerts I was going to go to this year. All off. Is his album labeled explicit? <laughs> which which <laughs> parental advisory? Which track was that, that we heard? Uh, compassion. That was I compassion. Yes. Okay. Oh, money. One of your most famous Buddhist prayers, right there. Put to music huh. with, with him uh, urinating in the middle of it. For some again, got to have the translation. Yeah, it's like people who think it's it's bastardizing opera to translate the Italian. Well, then I got no friggin' idea what the fat lady's singing about. I don't know if she's in love with the guy or wants to kill him, or both, I which it, happens. I think translated, it's don't sweat the tiny stuff. That's what it said. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Anyway, the Dalai Lama coming to a concert stage near you. Long hitter, by the way. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. a George Floyd update. Now, my guess would be, when I say I got a George Floyd update, you kind of groan a little bit. You may be a little tired of that story. 
I'm not tired of the idea of trying to fix the problem that a guy got murdered in the street. But Certainly not. Just in general. Um, CBS special going to air with Gail King and George Floyd's brother. He says he believes that that murderous cop charged with the murder knew exactly who Floyd was as he was pressing his knee into his neck. And not only that, he believed it was personal. And it has to do with them working together all those years. I think we have that clip. His own brother believes that. Yeah. I think we have the clip. Maybe we don't. I don't know. I can keep reading. If we don't, it's fine. You're reading beautifully. Uh, thank you. I've understood all the words so far. Um, but, so go ahead. but I think that's pretty fascinating, because that was the question we all had right off the bat, right? When we found out that they worked together, well, his own brother says, oh, yeah, I think he knew exactly who it was. And they have a beef going way back to when they worked together. Oh, yeah, that's clip 70. Co-worker David Penny is breaking his silence, telling us that the two men had a history. What kind of history? They bumped heads. How? It has a lot to do with with, uh, Derek being uh, extremely aggressive within the club with some of the patrons, which, which which was an issue. The Floyd family says it believes what happened on May 25th was in part personal. Is there any doubt in your mind that Derek Chauvin knew George Floyd? No, he knew him. How well? We interfaced with officers. How well did he know him? I say pretty well. <sighs> so, yeah, I'd heard that a couple times that Chauvin was like super aggressive uh, with black patients Boy, on a couple of occasions. That's the last kind of guy you want to be the cop. The kind of guy who gets a job as a bouncer, bouncer to bar and, and, and is overly aggressive and likes flexing his muscle. And allegedly George Floyd got in his face about it. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, it, During that same interview, too, they mentioned that the way that security <laughs> staff was paid is that the back of the house security, which George Floyd was a part of, would get paid out, and then it was on them to distribute it amongst the front of the house security, a.k.a. the bouncers, which is where Chauvin was. Or oh. I, may, I may have that inverted in terms of who was front of the house, who was back Interesting. Of the house. So it's like the server carves out part of their tips for the busboy. Right, and the this guy mentions that there was a, a particular incident where the, the officer thought he was being shorted on his pay when George Floyd was the one... D- distributing the the security pay. For so the, the night. kind of guy that liked roughing up people at the club because he could get away with it saw a guy he hated and right. kneeled on his neck till he was dead. Right, and that makes uh, obviously that changes the incident in in some ways. I'm I'm re horrified though by the other cops standing by. Right, so right. that neck kneeling thing is utterly inexplicable from a policing point of view. It's sure. just a personal beef. And it's interesting, I was watching some of the uh, the press conference and the chief of police there in Minneapolis is talking about, I don't care if you're a rookie or you've been on the force for years and years and years, the the rules, our rules say you have to intervene in a situation like that. Rookie's no excuse. Hmm. Which, okay. mm, I, I understand why you have to say that, and that, that needs to be the rule. But, That'd be really hard to do, though. Oh, it'd be extremely hard. And and I think you need to recognize that and know that as the leader of the force. Um, I mean, can you, a rookie cop who pulled... Like, reverse rank like that, that'd go really, really rough for him. But you have to do it. Okay, complete change of pace. This is completely different. And now, now for something completely different. Excellent. U.S. News & World Report has compiled a list of the best medicines to take for various problems, according to interviews with thousands of pharmacists okay, and doctors and all that sort of stuff. For instance, what's the best thing to take for a headache? 
If you talk to all the pharmacists, you average out all the everybody across the country figured out what's the best thing to take. Whiskey, according to U.S. News and World Report, Excedrin is the best thing for a headache. I've heard that before. It's I got to... aspirin and caffeine in it, right? Oh yeah. Um, hit me, hit me with something. You can hit me with any problem you have, and we can look it up. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, 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 d- dandruff shampoo? So you got a dandruff problem, you say. I, What's I the don't. best dandruff shampoo according to all the pharmacists, Sean? Selsun uh, Blue. It was recommended by 29% with head and shoulders very close, 28%. <sighs> oh, they're, they're neck and neck. Yeah, yeah they're practically they're the same. flaky neck yeah. and neck. This is a earwax Are removal, some people ear pain don't... relief, eczema treatment. That's just the ease. Earwax removal. I have that problem. I do too. You want your Debrox? Your water in the shower. Debrox, Debrox, D E B R O X. That's not what I use. Recommended by eighty-two percent. Okay, I'll start using that. The second place is seven percent. Wow. Sunscreen Neutrogena. That's what I've started using. It's kind of pricey. Sport Face. That's what I use. It's pricey, but it's really good. Heck yeah. How about Sunburn Relief? Oh, what do you what do you like? Uh, Alligator. (laughs) Solar Solar Cane. S O L A R C A I N E recommended by sixty five percent. Second place is Dermoplast at twenty two percent. Solar canes, what we used as kids. Okay, we always used Allogator. That's actually the name of it. Oral antihistamine. This is what we're giving my son. We're right on top of it. Zyrtec. There you go. I don't know the brand names. Uh, Best hand sanitizer, Purell. If you're looking for a hand sanitizer, I I still don't think you can buy it anywhere. We'll 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 post the list at ArmstrongandGetty.com. Good idea. Armstrong and Getty.